Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, creators at the cutting edge, recording those conversations and sharing those insights with you guys. So today we have Cheryl Tan, and she's a media trainer and communications strategist. She's a speaker, TV host, and consultant at Cheryl Tan Media. So today's topics are going to be all about video, uh, creating authority with YouTube and other mediums, attracting new clients, and getting started. So I'll let her introduce herself and welcome her to the show. So Cheryl, welcome. Christopher, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be able to talk with you here. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really, I'm always looking for um, people that are doing very innovative things. So tell us more about your story, your, your, how you became a media trainer and communication okay. strategist, and we'll go from there. Sure, absolutely. First, I want to say I love your four types of freedom that you talk about here in your show. I like to think of video as a kind of freedom. It's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But my background is in television news. So I started my career in front of the camera, working as a TV news reporter in Macon, Georgia. And uh, I was there for several years and then I moved to several markets and now I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And I left official TV news, the TV news world uh, about year, eight years ago to start my own consulting company. And you know what they say when you start a business is you do what you know. So I really have taken what I learned in the newsroom about interviewing people and telling stories and trying to keep things succinct for a television news audience and teaching that to my clients. And it's been such a fun ride to be able to work with executives to help them show up with more authority on camera. Yeah, it's so interesting because um, at this year's FinCon, there was a speaker uh, from the Caribbean and she was also a news anchor and she became a, you know, she, now she's an all-star YouTuber, which is um, really, I really love how people reinvent themselves and use their existing skill sets and go into new things. So 
Um, so we'll get into it. Um, one is uh, talking about why video, just in terms of you know, so like uh, marketing communications. Why is video kind of the best way to do the things? So when I first started the business, I wasn't originally helping people with video. Um, as I said, I was just sort of going out on my own, trying to become a business owner and using what I learned in the newsroom. So I was doing public relations and helping corporate clients get media attention. And then a couple of years after that, the video revolution happened. It's kind of what I call the video revolution. Blab, if you all remember Blab, Facebook Live, Twitter Live. And I realized that over my career in television news, the part that I really love the most is interviewing people and helping them feel more comfortable on camera. And that's what people would say to me over and over again. It's, I, you know, I loved when you interviewed me, I was so nervous, but I really got to tell my story and I really enjoyed having that conversation with you on camera. And so when the video revolution happened after a couple of years after I started my business, I started to understand that video is now available for all of us, right? With our cell phones, with our laptops, we have the opportunity to create our own platforms. And so I'll give you a more recent example. I have a YouTube channel as well. I'm not a, a viral YouTuber like the woman that you mentioned. <laughs> I should probably connect with her, right? Uh, but I've recently been approached by a couple of new clients and they have been binge watching all of my videos. And they're out there, they're, I think they're SEO'd properly. I, they've got the right titles, all of the things that they're supposed <laughs> to have. They're not viral. They're, they're just me on camera talking about what I know and what I love. And they felt like they knew me. And it made the, the selling part, if you will, not feel like selling. It felt more like a conversation and, oh, let's, let's work together. And they were like, okay, because they knew already who I was and how I like to work with people and what I talk about video <laughs> over and over and over again. So it's been really, it's really been fun. I, and when I said earlier that video is the gift that keeps on giving, even if you don't feel like you are 100% you on camera, it can still serve to create connections for you and relationships in business. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And then we'll get into um, kind of the nitty gritty is um, um, cause obviously, you know, you're, you know, from the video, your mic is awesome. So how, how do you look at um, look and sound great on camera, get over your nerves and um, kind of the nuts and bolts mechanics of everything. Okay. Well, when I work with clients, the, there are three things that stop them. Three. There's more. It feel, I, I think you're probably people who are listening or watching. They're like, there's more than that. There's actually just three. One of them is not feeling confident with the way you look. And so that ties into equipment. It ties into maybe your hair, makeup, clothing, all of those things. It, could, it, it all kind of ties in together, but it's, it's uh, showing up with confidence on camera. So that's one problem. Like you don't really feel like you are yourself. 
The second problem is you don't know what to say. <laughs> so let's say you have the perfect outfit, your hair looks great, you've got a microphone that is on point, but you just have no idea what should come out of your mouth. And then the third <laughs> problem is having a system. Like you've heard people like me talk about being consistent on video and creating content all the time and pushing it out to all the networks and all that. Um, but you really don't have a plan in place. So those are your three problems. But once you figure out those things within those three areas, you feel much better about how you show up. And to me, the nerves start to peel away. Now, when people say to me, they're like, I'm nervous on camera. And I'm like, I'm nervous too. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. We're all nervous. But it's because we care about how we're showing up. So that's okay. Uh, so how to get over nerves. <clears throat> the first part is to make sure that your setup is the way you like it. So I have a microphone and I'm lifting up my microphone right now. It's an <laughs> ATR 2100. It's actually kind of old, but the um, Audio-Technica, they're, they're really good microphones. And it's just plugged into my laptop. And I just... I'm kind of in a quiet room right now, but having a microphone like this, you can you can tell the difference, right, Christopher? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the sound quality is very it's very um, high quality. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I think if I were in my closet with all my clothing, it would be better. <laughs> but I don't want that in the background. Yeah. So the background is just something that is set up. My office is a hot mess, like around the computer, it's a hot mess, <laughs> but behind me, it looks fine. It's got, I've got shelves and stuff on the shelves. You can't see the, the piles of papers and things all around. I try and make sure that I'm wearing a solid color and that the hair is sort of locked down and it's not moving. Mm -hmm. And then I try to show up with a little more energy a little more energy than I feel is what I normally share with someone if they were having coffee with me at my kitchen table. And, and so that to me is like the confidence foundation. Like this is kind of the, the foundation of that. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of get that part down, then you can work on the second part, which is on having a little bit of a clarity of messaging and how you show up on camera and how you say what you need to say. And part of that is really thinking not about yourself, but about what your audience needs to hear. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, you know, like usually I started when I was getting started in public speaking, I always used to fear, I feel like I had to like regurgitate word for word and couldn't improvise. And how do you stop from saying ums and ahs all the time when you're on video? Is there a technique or strategy for um, aspiring public speakers or, you know, video influencers? Yes, definitely. One of the things I always say is that practice makes confident. And people, they do come up to me quite a bit. And it's not that I don't say, um, it's not that I don't say so, or like, I, I have all the same issues that everybody has. I just can hear them and I pause. So I don't repeat them. One of the things that I'll try and do is I'll slow down. If I can hear the ums and the ahs and the oh, and the so's come into my vocabulary, I know that 
the thoughts in my head are just flying and they're going faster than my mouth. So I try to take a pause as uncomfortable as it feels to take a pause and then things kind of fall back into place. So take a pause. If you feel, if you feel like things are just sort of coming so quickly out of your mouth that you, you can't really think about what's coming out of your mouth, take a pause. No one will even notice. Take that breath and then start again. The second thing I do is I really encourage people to record themselves. And it's funny because we have these machines and I'm holding up my iPhone right now, but we have these machines here and, and sometimes we just use it to like, look at Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> we should actually use the recording function on them because they're really good and not recording just your kids or your pets or things like that, but recording yourself. And I, I encourage people that I work with people in people on social media to do this. It's what I call a seven day video challenge. And it's a challenge with yourself. It's not anything that anyone needs to see, but it will help you. It will really help you get rid of those filler words because once you see them or hear them or both, you'll be more inclined to think twice the next time you speak for any length of time. So it's very simple. Let's say you decide you're going to start the seven day video challenge with yourself tomorrow. And you know that right around lunchtime, you have a bit of like free time, maybe five minutes, like a five minute break before lunch. Make a date with yourself for the next seven days, right around lunchtime, or it could be before bedtime. It doesn't matter when it is, but pick that one time and say, okay, I am going to shoot a 30 second video. Like that's, that's it. 30 second video about something that you learned from the day before or something you learned that morning and talk about it in 30 seconds, turn off the camera and go to lunch or do whatever you were going to do and shoot the next day. But before you shoot the next day, watch that video that you shot the day before and do that for seven days. And it's interesting that just the act of recording the video and then the act of watching it back and then recording another one, it it just really helps with the muscle memory. I always just say video is kind of like a muscle. You have to work it out. And the more you create video, the easier it will become to create the next one. Do you create a lot of video, Christopher? Yeah, I actually, yeah. Um, I actually do a lot. And then usually in my, like kind of my downtime or later in the day, I usually just play around with my phone and just kind of like a, like YouTube shorts or TikTok oh, or reels. And then just, it's kind of way to practice and kind of impromptu and just kind of, you know, let it, it's kind of like you're practicing, which is what you're <laughs> describing. So Exactly. But you're going one step further. It's fabulous because you're practicing for real. So not only are you getting more confident, but you're sharing it with more people. So for people who are taking part in this seven day video challenge with yourself, you don't have to publish the videos that you create, <laughs> but the thing is, is if it's on your camera roll, you can publish it. <laughs> you can, if you wanted to. And I think people do surprise themselves with what they're able to create. Yeah, this this is really um fantastic um things and then um for like 
when I was starting out or people that don't know what to say or kind of impromptu, what do you say to those individuals? I think when we are thinking about showing up on camera, this is just for, because I've got three teenage sons. So the things that they watch on social media, actually, let's, let me, let's just be honest on YouTube, the <laughs> things I watch on YouTube are not the same things I would watch. So I think we have an idea, at least I have an, I used to have an idea in my head that I had to dance or I had to like cut into watermelons and like <laughs> throw them across yards and things like that. The thing I have three boys. So it's like the things that they watch are like, Oh my God. Uh, or tackle people on a football field. Like, no. I, so I don't have to do any of We don't have to do any of that. But <laughs> if we're interested in attracting our clients or growing an audience, a lot of times all we need to do is share our expertise and make sure that we're sharing that with the right audience. So I have something called the PST framework that I share. It's all in uh, YouTube videos. I can share with you, Christopher, if you're, you're interested in, in that. And it's all free. All of that's accessible. But the PST framework is simply this, is when you're creating video, the focus is not on yourself, the focus is on what your audience is interested in learning more about from you. So the P in the PSC framework stands for problem, where you focus on a problem that you solve that your audience is dealing with. You mm -hmm. share a solution, whether it's the seven-day video challenge, whether it's focusing on the foundation of your videos, as we talked about earlier. And then you talk about the transformation, learning and sharing how taking those steps help your audience. So problem, solution, transformation. And those three steps that you focus on in one video are such a great way to focus not just on yourself, but on what your audience needs to hear. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, now, uh, you've given really some really good practical tips. Um what advice would you have for uh, growing your media authority with video and, or mm -hmm. using video to attract new clients? I love that video is so versatile, right? So we're, we're creating a video right now, right? We're shooting this interview on Zoom and you'll be able to pull out the audio for, for a podcast episode. And then potentially you might put this on YouTube. And what's so great is you can chop up some of this interview and put it on social media. You can put all of it on social media. Maybe you can share the link from YouTube. Whatever you decide to do, it goes in so many places. But what I love about this is depending on what you're talking about, maybe you're talking about, as we're talking about video currently, but let's say we were talking about the financial markets or we're talking about medicine in 2022, or you're talking about healthcare, but whatever, whatever it is you're talking about where you're the expert and you're sharing your expertise, this piece of content can be something that you can share with a journalist or a journalist can see, see it on social media as well, because they're users of social <laughs> media and can, can potentially share your knowledge maybe call you up for an interview, have you come into the studio, do an interview by phone or on Zoom with you 
for their audience, which allows you to create that authority, not just on your platform, but more importantly on theirs. And most likely theirs is bigger than yours. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yours might be pretty big, <laughs> but, but theirs is a different audience. And if you are creating video in this way, like we are right now, then it has the ability to be shared with someone who has potentially a bigger audience than you have. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's really, uh, I really enjoyed this conversation around video because, um, you know, most of Gen Z now they consume video and audio. Um, what advice would you have to video creators wanting to get started or want to up their skills? What are some of the tips and strategies? First and foremost is to get started really. And I think that I knew it already. I knew it before 2022, certainly. But just in the last couple of weeks, people have come up to me and just, they were like, oh, I, I saw your video. And it wasn't before in, in the past, it used to be, I saw you on TV, but now it's, I saw your videos. Hmm. And those, these are videos I created years ago. So I'm a little embarrassed by them. <laughs> Hopefully I would do better with them, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. The, they're still out there. They're still out in the world. So for anyone who is considering dipping their toe in the water, considering, oh, should I, should I try this? Should I try TikTok? Should I try shorts, YouTube shorts? Should I try Instagram reels? Should I try just YouTube in general? Mm -hmm. I would say that there there's not really a downside. There is an opportunity though, to connect with people and have real relationships with people who are in your audience. And that is definitely an upside. So try the seven day video challenge yeah. and see how you feel about creating video that is just for your, your consumption and then try it for um, a greater public. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating discussion. Um, really valuable tips, insights, wisdom from a really skilled and experienced um, in the media world. So how can people um, follow you, reach out to you, contact you, etc.? Oh, thanks so much for allowing me to share this. Please uh, find me on LinkedIn. I have a YouTube channel and I have a video ready checklist because it ties into your last question, Christopher. For people who are interested in getting started, it's a video ready checklist that you can download for free if you're interested. Is it okay if I share that link with yes, you? Absolutely. So it's CherylTanMedia.com slash video tips. And it's right there for you to, to grab and print out or have there on your computer for when you sit in front of the camera the next time. Yeah. And for all the listeners and audience out there, I hope you got some really great insight, wisdom, tips. It's This was almost a 30-minute masterclass. Uh, be sure to check out Cheryl's social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out her um, all of her resources will be in the links and show notes. And so with that, thanks for coming on to the podcast. And it was a great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.